Luma World Ministries presents to you a prophetic. You can be in a third world country and think first class. You can be in a poor nation and think rich. You can be among broken people and think like you are the mender of people. Because someone greater is in you. Spirit filled. Everything around you has no definition of who you are. The definition of who you are, the definition of your life is in the word of God, not in the things that are around you. Powerful. We are marked for greatness. Tell your neighbor you're marked for greatness. And life transforming teaching by the chariot, Prophet Brian Kajesi. When someone understands the word of God, greatness starts to beckon in their inside. Get ready for your spiritual blessing, transformation, and renewal. I want to read from the book of Genesis. If you can turn with me from the book of Genesis, chapter 1, and I want to read from verses 4, verses 3, 4, and 5. Let's, let's speak it from verse 1. Let's speak it from verse 1. Let's speak it from verse 1. Hallelujah. So the Bible says, In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. Next verse. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night, and the evening and the morning were the first day. Now, I want to explain this powerful text. I want to explain it to you and open your eyes to very wonderful truths in the Lord. And I believe when I'm done, God will have changed your life. God will have touched your life. And something special will have happened to you. So where we read, the Bible says that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And it says the earth was void. It was formless. He says the earth was without form, it was void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of the Lord moved upon the face of the waters. Now let's understand here. The Bible says, in the beginning when God began to create the heavens and the earth, the world or the earth was without form. It was without form. And it was void. Can you get me amplified, amplified version here? It was without form. It was void. There was nothing going on. There was confusion. There was nothing going on in the earth as God began to create. You see, it says the earth was without form and an empty waste. It was a waste. In the beginning, the earth was a waste. It was without form. It was void. And there was darkness all over. When God began to create the, the world. And when we see in verse 3, when God begins to create, the first statement he said was that, let there be light. God said, let there be light. And there was light. Now there's something that many of you have been misunderstanding or not seeing every time you read the Bible. People don't understand. Why is it that when God began to create the world, the first thing he created was light. 
He created light before he created anything. Before he brought forth man, he first of all created light. Before he brought forth animals, he first of all created light. And we understand the scriptures later. Jesus says, as long as I'm in this world, I am the light of the world. Meaning that he already existed as a light in the beginning. That's why the Bible tells us in the book of, of John chapter 1, it says that in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. It says in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Verse 2. The same was in the beginning with God. Next verse. And all things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. Verse 4. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. So the scripture shows us in the, in the book of John that in the beginning, God existed as the word. He existed as a word. And this word, in him was life. In him was life. And this life was the light of men. So we are seeing that for him as God, he already existed as light in the beginning. He was light in the beginning. But when he starts to create the world, before he makes anything, he says, let there be light. As if to say, let there appear God in this place where there is darkness. And sometimes it does not mean that because there is no light, there aren't good things. Sometimes good things are present. But we are unable to appreciate good things because there isn't light. So light as a form of energy causes things to be seen. So whenever there is no light, we are unable to see things. So the things which should bless you, in turn, can actually, can, can actually tip you over. You have noticed that if you walk in darkness, you might knock something and fall. But the same thing you're knocking could be the same thing you're looking for. Let's say, for example, you're looking for a chair. If you knock it, you might fall. But you see, when you have light present, and you see a chair, you could just walk straight to it, and you'll be able to sit in it. So light is important. It's important to have light. And as Christians, it is important to even know what light is so that we can understand God and be able to carry out His purposes in this world. Because Jesus says in the book of Matthew that we are the light of the world. He says we are the light of the world. So there's a reason why He calls us the light of the world. So if light casts sight, if it causes things to be illuminated, it means that we are the power that causes things to be seen in this world. We are the power that causes things to be seen. Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 13 says, For whatever makes manifest, whatever manifests is light. Whatever brings to reproof is light. But all things are reproved and are made manifest by the light. For whatsoever does make manifest is light. It means that this light has the power to cause things to be seen. Now the Bible calls us the light of the world. This is big. It calls us the light of the world. It means that we should not be the people who are searching in life. You should not be the one searching in life. You should be the one showing what should be seen. I don't know if I'm making sense to someone. People are in the world searching. The world has people who are searching. They are looking. Many of you are looking for jobs. You're looking for a life. You're looking for somebody to marry. You're looking for ministry. You're looking for God. But Jesus says the opposite. He says we are the light of the world. And if light manifests, if light makes manifest, it means that we should not be the ones looking. We should be the ones casting light, casting sight. This means we should be the ones that are showing the jobs where they are. We should be the ones which are showing 
of finding things both for ourselves and also for those who are seeking. Because whatsoever makes manifest is light. I don't know if I'm making sense to someone. So there are words that Jesus says in the Bible that are very big. That as a Christian you must sit down and you begin to make sense of them. You begin to make sense of them. When I was meditating about this issue of light, I realized that there's a lot that we have not realized. There is a lot you have not understood as a child of God. Somewhere in the book of Ecclesiastes, the Bible says, light is sweet. How pleasant it is to see the sun. He says, light is sweet. The teacher in Ecclesiastes observed that light was sweet. It was, it was nice to see light. That's why you see one of the punishments they give when someone goes to jail or when they want to torture someone, they take away light. There's a punishment where they take away light so they lock up people in dungeons. And they know that when you're locked up in a dungeon, you will suffer. You will suffer and break. So if they're looking for something, then you will say what they're looking for. This means that it is a wonderful thing to see light. As long as you're still seeing light, it's a wonderful thing. That's why the Bible says, and God saw that what he had made was good. This implies something. That in your life, if you're not walking in light, there are things that will not make sense to you. Why? Because you're not walking in light. This is why someone can have a job and not be, not be excited in the job they're having. This is why someone can, 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 can have a family and not be excited in the family they have. You see, Ecclesiastes 11 verse 7. The Bible says, Truly the light is sweet and a pleasant thing it is for eyes to behold the sun. Truly the light is sweet. The light is sweet. There are many things that this man studied and pondered on. But one of the things he pondered on was that light is sweet. It's a wonderful thing to be able to behold light. It's a wonderful thing to behold light. Think of a day when light was taken out of this world. Think of a day when light is not in the world. And your day is darkness. And you are unable to see anything. Life can become, can become very hard. Can become very, very hard. That's why in history we have ages we call the dark ages. Why are they called the dark ages? They are called the dark ages mostly because there was no light in those days. People used to use fire, candles to light. And the, and the edges were dark. People were doing, doing all sorts of bad things because darkness was ruling. Now, light is a sweet thing. Light is a good thing. It manifests things. It brings things in sight. When you have light, you're able to walk in the goodness of things. You're able to enjoy life. This is why when someone is walking in light, they're able to enjoy their work. They're able to enjoy their marriage. They're able to enjoy their family. They're able to enjoy anything that they're doing. Why? Because they're walking in light. When you're not walking in light, the things which you do become darkness. Now, the word used for light, the Hebrew word used for light, is the word Korah. And that's where our brothers, the Muslims, got the word Koran, which means to read or to show or to cast sight. That Hebrew word Korah and the Greek word force also means knowledge. It also means knowledge, to know, to read, to understand, to come to understand. Now, when you examine light as it is, you realize that it does not only cast sight, but it also brings knowledge because every time sight is cast, understanding is also cast. You see, when you're in a room and it's full of darkness and there is a chair, you are unable to recognize the chair. You may knock the object, but you may not clearly dis distinguish it. 
So light brings knowledge. It brings you in a place where you're able to understand something. You're able to understand what you are seeing. So that when a light is switched on in a room which is dark, you're able to clearly see and know that this is a chair and appreciate that this is a chair. That's why the Bible says in the book of Genesis that when God saw that light was good, He divided light from darkness. He separated light from darkness. Why? Because light separates. It is in the power of light to separate. It means that if you don't have light in your spirit, if you don't have light in your life, you are unable to recognize things as they are. Yes, you may even be able to touch and feel them. You may be able to experience them, but you will not be able to distinguish them. You won't be able to divide them. You won't be able to understand them. Why? Because light brings knowledge. So the people you see who tell you, I don't know what my future is. I don't know what I should become. I don't know where I should go. I don't know where I should work. I don't know where I should serve. I don't know whether I'm living the right life. They do not have light in their life. They don't have knowledge in their life. So, the things which they are dealing with, they are dealing with them after gambling. They are dealing with them after, I don't know how I can say it. They are assuming, they are walking in assumption. There is no light in their life. They are unable to see. They cannot see clearly. That's why Paul says in the book of Ephesians, I pray that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened, that you may be flooded with light. He's telling you that we have eyes of the Spirit, which must be flooded with light. That when our eyes are flooded with light, then we are able to know, we are able to come to know what is the hope of our calling. That's why he prays for the people to have light, to have light in their life. Tonight, even as I preach, pray that you may have light in your life. Pray that you may have knowledge in your life. Pray that you may come to understand the things which are in your life. Ask God to give you light so that you can be able to see the things which are around you. The place where you're working, the, the job you're believing God for. That your eyes may be very, very clear. I remember a long time ago, or some years ago, when I began to seek God, and I began to understand the ways of God, there's a prayer I made repetitively. I kept praying, God give me light. Give me eyes to see. Give me eyes to understand. Give me eyes to know. And the more I prayed this prayer, the more I continually prayed in this, in this manner, is the more I continue to see clearly where I'm going. That's why for many who know me, I, I know clearly where I'm going. I know clearly what's going to happen. I know exactly what's going to happen next year in my life, what's going to happen in the two, next two years, what's going to happen in the next four years, in the next five years. Because I've exercised light in my spirit. I've exercised knowledge in my life. I know clearly what I must be doing. Let your prayers today be that God give you light. Be that God give you light. That in anything he can do for you, let him give you light. That your path will be clear. The psalmist says, your word is a, light, is a lamp unto my feet. It lights my path. He says, your word, the word of God becomes, became light unto him. He began to light his path. That he could see where he was going. When you have light in your, in your life, you're able to see where you're going. There's no darkness. There are no void things. There are no empty spaces. You're very clear where you're going. You're very sure what you are doing. 
if I come in, a, in, a, in, a, in an interview, if I go for an interview, I'm very certain that I'll be taken on. I know that I'll be taken on because I know that I'm the light. But some have gone for interviews and they're not sure that they'll be taken on. Why? Because there's no light in your life. There's no light in your life. However, let me open for you a scripture and help you understand something that God allowed me to understand as I was meditating. Turn with me to the book of Matthew, chapter 6. The book of Matthew, chapter 6. Matthew, chapter 6 and verses 22. The Bible says, The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. I'm going to read again. It says, The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. Give me NLT. 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 There's something I want to open your eyes to. It says, Your eye is a lamp that provides light for your body. The eye is the lamp that provides light for your body. When your eye is good, your whole body is filled with light. Let me say again. Your eye is a lamp that provides light for your body. When your eye is good, your whole body is filled with light. Now let's go slow so that we can understand this scripture. Because the Lord was ministering to me a lot of things as I read this verse. I began in Genesis where I said that God began by creating light. The first thing he created was light. And God never makes mistakes. There's a reason why he created light. And I explained what light is. I said light comes from the word Korah. It comes from the word force. Which means that which manifests. That which causes sight. And I explained that where there is light, there is sight. When you have light, you're able to see. But then, this verse, of course I explained that we are the light of the world. So, we are the ones which cause understanding in this world. But then there's something I saw in this verse that I've actually never seen before. And many of you, I bet, have never seen it before. And this is what I want to teach you tonight. That you may know how to walk in God. So we know that light manifests. For whatever makes manifest is light. And we know that we are the light of the world. And we know that we cause things to be seen. We cause things to be in sight. We cause, we, cause, we cause life to move because we are able to see. But there is something Jesus is saying here. He's saying that on our bodies, there is a tool which is the light of our body. Remember that you are the light of the world. Meaning, you, you, it's automatic or you must be able to know that you are the light yourself. But then he says, before you become light, there is something on your body that causes light. Now, when I, when I found that there was something on me that brings light or that causes light, I was interested to understand why and what this thing is. And to understand how much light I can bring in me so that I can know how much I can shine. So he says, the eye is the lamp that provides light for your body. When your eye is good, your whole body is filled with light. Now, let's, let's take understanding people here. Let's understand here. If the eye causes light to fill the body, and the body is the light of the world, and this light is the knowledge of the world, 
it means that it is important for you to understand what your eye is. And it's also important for you to understand what are you seeing. Mm. I don't know if I'm making sense to someone. The eye is the light of the body. If the eye is good, the body will be filled with light. This means that when a man's eye is bad, he sees that which is not right. Therefore, his body is darkness. In fact, if you go to the next verses, the, the verses say, Therefore, if the, if the eye is bad, how much darkness is in the body? He says, but if thy eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? How great is that darkness? So, he, he's saying that the eyes bring light in the body of a man. And he says, the eyes must be good for a man to be able to see. But if the eyes are evil, that whole body is full of darkness. Let me explain something. I have come to realize that some people don't walk in darkness because they, they have chosen darkness. Or they found themselves in darkness. They walk in darkness because they have never minded what light enters their hearts. They have never minded what is entering their bodies. They have never minded their eyes. Listen to me. The eyes is speaking about is not necessarily the eyes of the face on the head. Because we have read in Ephesians where he says, I pray for you that the eyes of your understanding, there's something called the eyes of understanding, may be flooded with light. So if we have eyes, it means that the, 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 our energy, the purpose of the Christian should be to deal with his eyes, should be to deal with how he sees. So if you're watching me, what you must spend your life doing, what you must spend your time doing, is to deal with how you see. I have come to realize by experience that there, is, there are people see differently. People see things differently. Different people see things differently. And because of the way they see, it causes them to live the kind of life that they live. I will explain. Many people in life see things differently. And because they see things differently, they interpret things differently and live a, a life that is different from what God intended them to live. Now, because the eyes are evil, they cannot be able to see the light of God. And because they cannot see the light of God, people continue to walk on in darkness. They continue to walk on in things that are not of God, and they knock. And many of them have died, the Bible says. What must a man do? What must a man do? What must you do in your life? You must begin to exercise the eyes of your understanding. The eyes of your understanding. What is understanding? The things that penetrate your spirit. The things that enter your spirit. The question is, where do you pick your knowledge? Where do you pick your knowledge? Where do you get your information? Because what the Bible is saying is that the eye is the lamp of the body. And the eye brings in that light. And light is knowledge. It means that the eyes of our understanding understand one language and that language is called knowledge or information what kind of information do you put in your spirit when jesus came there was an information he came with there was a knowledge he came with as he was being baptized the bible says there was a voice that spoke and said, this is my son in whom i'm well pleased this was the voice he was listening to this was a voice he had 
He said, whatever I do, whatever I say, I have seen my father do. And whatever I see him do, I also do. So the father was the knowledge of Jesus. God was the knowledge of Jesus. What is your knowledge? What informs your knowledge? What informs your life? What informs the decisions of your life? Because the intake of that knowledge is your eyes. You are as bright, you shine as bright as what you know. So when your spirit brings in things that are not in the knowledge of God, your eyes begin to be darkened. This is why you see that a child of God is not supposed to live in fear. Fear is not knowledge that's supposed to enter a spirit of a man. Fear is not of God. Because fear does not bring light. But faith brings light. That's why the Bible says, by faith, God created the world before. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, verse 3. He says that we understand that by faith, the worlds were created. The world was framed by faith. But when you go to study what that faith was, was that God just said, let there be light. So faith creates the light of God. But fear creates darkness. And darkness is the absence of knowledge. Darkness is the absence of God. Darkness is void. Darkness causes uncertainty darkness causes a rugged life so people are living a bad life because of the information that enters their spirit because of the knowledge that comes in in their spirit he says if the eye of a man be good the whole body will be full of light if the eye be good what makes a man good the word of god makes a man good the knowledge of god makes a man good as long as you know god you have light in your life you have light in your body what are the things that inform your life? When you're going to build, what is informing you to build? Is it your bank account or it is the word of God that informs you? If you're going to marry, what informs your decision? Is it that you are burning or it is because you know the word of God? If you provide for your family, what informs your knowledge? Is it so that you can show them you provide or it is the knowledge of God that is informing you? What is informing your life? What is informing your life? When you go to seek a job, what is informing your life? When you're making friends, what is informing your life? When you're doing ministry, what is informing your life? Is it the light of God? If it's not the light of God, you will struggle in life. You will struggle in life. So tonight, we are going to pray that God will give you light. God will give you knowledge. God will touch the eyes of your understanding. That your whole body may be full of light. Your whole body may be full of light. Think about this. If the eyes are bad, the body is full of darkness. But if the eye is good, the body is full of light. It explains why some people are fearful in this life. Why their eyes are dark. Their eyes are bad. Their eyes are not good. It informs us why some people see their prayers answered. Why their eyes are good. When they read the word of God, it makes sense to them. What makes sense to you in your life? Is it the things you're seeing or it is the word of God? What, what, what is informing your life? What is informing your life? I'm challenging you. What is informing your life? For if the eye is good, the body is full of light. The body is full of light. I know my tomorrow. Not because I have the gift of prophecy, but because I have light in my life. And I know that light illuminates. It will cause me to see my path. It will cause me to see where I'm going. It will cause me that I will not stumble. I have light. 
I know my end. I know my end in ministry. How do I know my end in ministry? I know my end because I have light. God has permitted light to fill my spirit. So I know how I'm going to end. Some of you don't know how you will end. Some of you don't know how you will end. But there is a way to know how you will end. There is a way to know how you will end. This is why the scripture in Philippians says, For he shall surely bring it to accomplishment, that which he began. He will bring it to accomplishment. Why will he bring it to accomplishment? Because he knows the end before he starts it. Why? There is light in him. I know how I will finish this race. I know it. I know how I will finish the race. I know how I check out of life. Do you know how you are going to check out of life? Or you are living without knowledge? Some of you are still in school. And you don't know how you are going to finish. And now there is a lockdown. Your school is on, is on hold. So you don't know. It's, it's uncertain how you will finish. But if your eyes are good, the Bible says, you are full of light. You will know that you will be able to complete. You will know that you will be able to finish. You know that you will be able to complete. Why? There is light in your life. There is light. Some of you are beginning to date. You are beginning to start relationships. But you are afraid. You want to meet ministers of the gospel so that they can guide you. You don't know how this relationship is going to end. You can know how it will end. There is a way to know. And the way to know is to have light. When you have light, you are able to know how something will end. You are able to know how something will end. You don't have to date a hundred people to know the right one. You have to have light. What you need is light. What you need is light. When they come to start a relationship with you, they will find too much light that if they are not the real ones, they will walk away. There is a way to know. There is a way to know. There is a way to know whether you will be rich or poor. There is a way to know. If you have light, you will know. If you don't have light, you will walk on in darkness. The Bible says, ye are gods, yet ye die like mere men. He says, I say again, ye are gods, but ye die like mere men. Ye walk on in darkness. The Bible says they walk on in darkness. They are in ignorance, but they don't know. Give me that verse. Psalms 82. Psalms 82 from verse around 4. The Bible says they know not. So they walk on in darkness and they die. They walk on in darkness. They continue walking on in darkness. Hallelujah. There is a way to know. There is a way to know. There is a way to know. Tell yourself there is a way to know. There is a way to know. There is a way you can know that you will be promoted. There is a way you can know that you will be healed. There is a way to know. It's called light. I have said you are gods. And all of you are children of the Most High. Next verse. I have said you are gods. And all of you are children of the Most High. Yet ye die like mere men. But ye shall die like mere men. And fall like one of the princes. Next verse. Verse 5. The Bible says... They know not, neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness, and all the foundations of the earth are out of course. They know not. They understand not. So they walk on in darkness. They know not, neither do they understand. So they walk on in darkness, and all the foundations of the earth are out of course. They know not, neither will they understand. They know not. Why will they not understand? Because they are in darkness. They cannot understand. They are in darkness. But the Bible says, verse 6, But ye are gods. And I say ye are children of the Most High. Ye are gods. So there is a way to know. There is a way to know. There is a way to shine in this life. I'm telling you, there is a way to shine. If you write a song, there is a way to make that song a hit. If you start a business, there is a way to make profit. 
It's called light. You must have light in your spirit. You must have light. If your eyes are good, if your eyes are taking in what is right, if your understanding is receiving what is right, there is a way to progress in this life. There is a way. There is a way. It's a secret that many people don't know. He says they do not know. Neither will they understand. So they walk on in darkness. They don't know because they are in darkness. But you know. You are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. There is no way you can be light and be darkness. It cannot be. God separated light from darkness in the beginning. He separated it. He separated it. He says in the beginning he was the life of men. And that life was the light of men. He says light shines in the dark place. But darkness cannot comprehend it. We are the light. We are the light. God has shined in us. God has shined in us. God has shined in us. There is a way to know. 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 I know. I know my end. I know my end. I can see your end is in the Lord. Your end is in God. Your end is in God. Jesus says, matters concerning me have an end. Jesus said, matters concerning me have an end. Luke 22. He says, matters concerning me have an end. How? What was causing him to speak like that? How can a person speak like that? That matters concerning me have an end. He could only speak like that because he was the light. He knew what was coming. When you don't have light, you don't know what's coming. You're on guesswork. You don't know whether you'll have rent or you won't have it. But when you have light, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know that it will come. Matters concerning you have an end. Write this down if you're listening to me. Write it down and never forget it. Matters concerning you have an end. There is an end to matters concerning you. Why? Because you are the light of the world. If you're going through something, there is an end to that thing. Because there is light in your life. There is light in your life. It will cause you that you will shine. It will cause you that you will shine. Hallelujah. It will cause you that you will shine. I speak life. I speak life. I speak life. I speak life to you. Now listen to me. If you're sick, if you're sick, there is an end to that sickness in your life. There is an end to that sickness. There is an end to that sickness. If you're sick, I want you to stretch your hand to the gadget where you're watching me from and begin to declare these words with me. Begin to declare these words with me. There is an end to this sickness. There is an end to this sickness. On the cross, sickness was removed. Declare these words with me if you're watching me and you're sick. On the cross, sickness was removed. On the cross of Jesus, sickness was removed. There cannot be sickness in your body. There cannot be sickness in your body. And sickness will not kill you. Sickness will not take you. Sickness will not affect you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. If you are believing God for a financial breakthrough, you are seeking God for a financial breakthrough. You want God to do something in your finances. Connect right now as I'm praying for you. I'm praying for your finances right now. Right now, I'm praying for your finances in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Your finances are being opened. Luke 22, 37. The Bible says, For I say unto you, that this that is written must be accomplished in me. And it was reckoned among the transgressors. For the things concerning me have an end. Jesus says the things concerning me have an end. He saw his end even when he was suffering on the cross. He saw his end. Your finances are being opened right now in the name of Jesus. They are being opened right now in the name of Jesus. In Jesus name. Shalom. Stay
connected to the chariot. Prophet Brian Kujesi via the Prophet Brian Kujesi page on Facebook, the Numa app on the Play Store, and Numa Channel TV on YouTube for more insightful teachings. For more information, visit our website at www.prophetbriankajesi.org or contact us on plus 256-700-785-882 or plus 256-774-565-894.